Is this the Moses Malone pod? Fo fo fo. You done? <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, Y'all just don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. Yeah, I'm with them. Yeah. That train is <laughs> off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch and unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. This is episode fo fo fo. <laughs> Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. This show, we're continuing our discussion from the last show. Uh, we're revisiting and redrafting the Pacers over the last oh, tw- twenty odd years or whatever. Uh, I think it's forty, but five. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me this week are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First from the nation's capital, Washington D.C., it's the Doctor Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, shout out to springtime holidays. Hope everyone is having a good. Passover and ready for a nice Easter. I uh, guess it's going to be different this year, but uh, hopefully you still get to hang out with friends and family. Celebrate. From Indianapolis, Indiana, he's a red house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? Wash your hands. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What's going on, fellas? Buy that Zoom stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into the show, I just want to remind you, you can support us anytime you shop at Amazon. Uh, if you just click the link in the show notes or go to theundebeatables.com slash Amazon. Any shopping you do kicks a small percentage back to us to help support what we do. So this show, we have the exciting conclusion of the redrafting of the modern era Pacers. Uh, Colson, where did we leave off? Yeah, so uh, we started this thing with uh, Donnie Walsh's uh, uh, first draft pick in uh, 1986. We got all the way to uh, 2005, so that's like 20 years. Um, And I think we had, what, six... Uh, drafts that we uh, considered that maybe might need to be redrafted. Um, after we redrafted, we realized that we probably could have won at least three titles if we'd uh, done it the way uh, it, with with hindsight, um, drafting Kobe Bryant and Manu Ginobili. Um, even just for their rookie deals, would have gotten us potentially three rings. Um, <clears throat> we're now uh, starting in 2005, coming in right after the brawl. 
Um, this is the height of the bird drafting era. I'm calling it uh, emerging from the brawl. He's trying to re-engage the fan base, um, bring back the fans, um, get rid of the, the players that were on the team that were um, associated with the brawl, and get a clean slate. It takes quite a few years. Um, there's lots of trades in the background, and in the process he's also drafting. And I said that we did maybe five or six questions in the first 20 years of the draft. I've got a question about almost every year of drafting over the next eight drafts from, from uh, Larry Bird. Let's see where you guys are with me on this. Um, so we'll start with uh, the year after the brawl, 2005. Danny Granger falls to us like a gift at 17, a franchise desperate for some good news. Danny Granger at 17, I think that's an unassailable pick. Bird didn't have to work real hard on that one. Anybody see anything that they wanted better than Granger? No. Those drafts suck. <laughs> uh, we were lucky there's to a, get him. There's some players. There's Chris Paul. Well, I mean, I think below, there's Gerald Green. Mm. Uh, we'll I'm get not him later. That. He's not great. Uh, Jan Mahimni. Uh David Lee. CJ Miles. Okay. You but I think. Get him too. I think but no, no, no. Granger, Granger's the right pick. Yeah. I think he's the right pick. Um, you got to remember, we had just the most messed up roster from the year before uh, because half of our guys were suspended. We were bringing guys off the like the street to play. We had like a, uh, I think at the time, it was the the most guys to play in a season, in a single season for a, for a single team, um, with like 17, 18. I don't know. I remember how many players it was. Um, so basically, you don't have to 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 go for um, a specific um, type of player or posi- uh, position. Uh, Granger just fell to us, and it is a blessing here for us. Um, 2006 is where it starts to get interesting. Well, before we move on, I would say that go we ahead. definitely missed value in the second round. We drafted mm. some dude named Arizm Lorbeck and passed on. Andre Blatch, Ryan Gomez, Amir Johnson, Marcin Gortat. None of those guys are fantastic. But, but they're they, all better they than... They were meaningful NBA players. Right. NBA players. Yeah, and we right. needed meaningful NBA players. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny you mentioned that we're going we're gonna to whiff in the second, ground, uh, second round pretty hard in 2006 as well. Yeah, real um, Yeah. So, uh, 2006, uh, Pacers draft with the 17th pick overall. Sean Williams. That's Sean with an Who? E. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, uh, Joe, uh, if you mind, uh, I'm going to steal your style of the week. That's normal. Okay, <laughs> style of the week. <laughs> My style Sean of the week Williams. is that John's now asking permission to steal your style of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Williams' NBA career summed up in three numbers. Seven teams... Four double doubles, three arrests <laughs> during his NBA career. Scoop. Shout out. Yeah, scooped. Um, so uh, when he was drafted, uh, Jay Bellis said on the ESPN broadcast, I wonder, though, if he's a winner. He's physically weak right now. He has to improve that, and he has to be more focused as a defender, as a rebounder. Right now, he's only focused on scoring. Frankly, he's such a young player. He plays only when he feels like it. <laughs> mm. 
So that was what Jay Bellis, who was supposed to be nice ringing to these people. Solid scouting report. <laughs> That's right. Um, and another interesting thing, uh, same position as Granger. Um, also, I think there was enough, if you look into his, uh, you know, uh, into his profile that also suggests that he might not be, um, you know, uh, a super solid citizen. And um, mm-hmm. and yet and yet the uh, president of operations drafts this guy in a post brawl pacer era, which makes no sense. This is a huge whiff um, because he could have had four time All Star NBA champ um, Rajon Rondo. He could have had six time All Star NBA champ Kyle Lowry, um, and those guys are just right there. Um, we don't. I mean, we have Tensley, but we're already realizing that we need to break this team up. That everybody a part of this brawl needs to go, um, and uh, it starts this season. We make a trade. We trade uh, our test for Peja, um, and then over the next two seasons, we're going to basically get rid of everybody. Not sure why we didn't see this coming. Draft a point guard of the future in a Rondo or a Lowry, um, and and we didn't. We drafted Sean Livingston the same. Same position as, as Granger. I don't know anything about college basketball still. Did Rajon Rondo have concerns coming out of Kentucky? Uh, not necessarily, if I remember it. I mean, other I mean, it seems like he, he should have. He couldn't shoot, I mean, was the, the big right. he still can, concern, right? I think. But <laughs> yeah. I don't think there were um, uh, – Disciplinary concerns or anything like that, or that he was just generally an a-hole. I mean, I think that the book on him might have been that he was just sort of aloof, like he's. Mm. But yeah, he's. Yeah, I don't know if that quixotic. He didn't become a coach killer until much later. Ah, he blossomed into that for him. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Now it's interesting. um, So Rondo uh, ends up starting um, by the last third of his rookie season, um, and. You know, immediately becomes the starting point guard for for those uh, Boston teams, starting point guard for an NBA champ Boston team. Uh, just a few years later, uh, Kyle Lowry, though, interesting enough, does not start uh, for his first four years. He's kind of a known as a late bloomer. I just want to go through uh, the point guards that the Pacers had for the four years where we could have had Lowry as our backup point guard. This is every year that he's. Um, he could have been on our bench. Anthony Johnson, first year. Daryl Armstrong, second year. Travis Denier, uh, third year. And then Jared Jack. And then fifth year, Earl Watson. We could not find a backup point guard. If we had just drafted Kyle Lowry, uh, he could have just sat there, been a consistent guy on our bench, and then eventually become a starter for us. Uh, just a huge whiff. Uh, on so, so, how many, many titles that cost us? I don't think that cost us any titles. I think it cost us... I mean, our team's a freaking train wreck at this point, but it cost us some stability for sure. Um, and these guys... And both those point guards are NBA championships, uh, champions as starters on a championship team. Um, Sean Williams was uh, out of league pretty quick. Second round, it gets worse. Um, we pick uh, Alexander Johnson at the 45th pick. Four-time All-Star, 
Paul Millsap, 47. So, if we picked, say, a Lowry and then a Millsap in the two, in 2006 draft, I think we get out of this draft rut or this post-brawl rut way faster. I'm just making that argument because um, we were wandering the wilderness for a long time, as you'll see as we go through this. Who was our coach at this time? Carlisle. It's still Carlisle. Yeah, still okay. Carlisle. Okay. Okay. Well, then, yeah. So I'm with you on that point, then. Um, I thought we were already into the Jim O'Brien era, and I no, 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 no. didn't have confidence we're- that... Had we drafted uh, Rondo and Millsap, I don't know that uh, Jim O'Brien's developing them into the players that sure. they ended up becoming. Uh, but Carlisle certainly recognizes. Well, talent. he would. He, he would have. To a, do with it. Yeah, he'd have two years with them at least um, before Jim O'Brien got a hold of them. Sure, and broke them. And broke them. Right. Cool. Um. So. Again, so at the end of the season, our test is gone. Um, we now have Sean Williams and Alexander Johnson. Uh, I've, again, this isn't a title over-under, uh, but I feel like these are. this is one of the worst draft years of, in, in that, uh, of, of Pacers all time. Pretty bad. It's not good, um, but it's not as if that draft was rich with... And we didn't whiff, we didn't we didn't whiff on an all timer like a, a Manu or a Kobe or a Steve Nash, but I mean I think we had two selections, we had two shots at solid solid all stars <laughs> that were going to be on our team. Yep, and uh, we messed it up. Um, so 07, our pick goes to Atlanta for Al Harrington and John Edwards. So I think we can all agree this is amazing and just move on. Check. Um, that that uh, our pick was number eleven, and it was AC Law. Um, we could have had Thaddeus Young or Marcus All if we'd not traded that pick for Al Harrington and John Edwards. But then we never would have had um, John Edwards as the White Towel, and my one of my favorite pages of all time coming back for a second time. So I think this was the right move. <laughs> I forgot about this. Oh yeah, yeah. So you remember? So you remember? We we traded Al Harrington for Stephen Jackson so he could show up for the brawl and uh, help that happen. Yeah, and then help Tinsley shoot a shoot up a shoot up a strip club. club. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. 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 Both those things happened, and then we were like, you know what? We need Al Harrington, so we traded our 2007 draft pick for for Al Harrington and the White Towel. Hmm. Well, we got the white tail, so that's good. Uh, okay. Uh, 2008, Brandon Rush with number 13 pick. It's fine, honestly. I don't care. There's no... This is a crappy draft. Um, you got you guys got any thoughts? I mean, you don't care about Serge Ibaka or Roy Hibbert? Oh, no, no, no. No, I do, no I'll tell you why. I, uh, that, you're right. There are there's there's talent later in this draft. Here's what's interesting. So we trade uh, Jermaine O'Neal in the number forty one pick for T.J. Ford, Rasho Nesterovich, uh, Maceo Baston in the seventeenth pick, 
which honestly is a really good deal. I mean, you got to remember Jo was yeah. awesome, but he was broken at that point. Um, and and the seventeenth pick became Roy Hibbert. So with that seventeenth pick, we could have taken Serge Ibaka. We also could have taken George Hill. Um, but and and maybe maybe we just go ahead and take George Hill with the thirteenth pick, and then pick up Hibbert, and then we don't have to trade um, Kawhi Leonard for George Hill later. Maybe that would have been the best best. Or maybe option. we just take Serge Ibaka. Yeah, we could also. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's still playing basketball, and uh, Roy Hibbert's not. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a tough one. Hibbert. I love Roy Hibbert, though. He was great for a great pacer. Uh, love is a strong word. How did we I end up it. with Brandon Rush out of this draft? I forget how that happened. Just because we liked him, but we didn't draft him. The oh yeah, no, we, we drafted did. Um, so. Um, Bayless, right? Yeah, we we drafted Jared Bayless oh, uh, which was right. eleven, and then we traded trade. Portland oh, and like right, cash right, or gotcha, something. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So Portland ended up with Jared Bayless, and we had Brandon Rush. Why is this not? I remember that draft night. Um, I at that point I think was okay with Jermaine O'Neal leaving. Um, he was a, such a warrior for us, but the 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 fans had started to turn on him. Um, he was just so injured. He'd had another uh, tough injury season. Um, and we had uh, traded uh, mid-season uh, Steven Jackson. Is that right? Yeah, mid, mid-season of the 06-07 season. We trade Harrington, Jackson, Sarunas, Yasakevichs, and Josh Powell for... Uh, Colson favorite Ike Diagu. I uh, did love Mike, Ike Diagu. Mike Dunleavy Jr., uh, Troy Murphy, and Keith McLeod. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, we'd 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 picked up Harrington <coughs> uh, at the beginning of the season. Then he only played half a season. We we basically brought him back to to pair him with Jackson to get rid of Jackson <laughs> to bring in Dunleavy and Murphy. Um, this team is a mess. Yeah. Um, we also whiffed so. on a point guard again. In the second round, we pick up Nathan Jawai, I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. At 41, and at 45 goes the Dragon. Okay. We did trade that draft pick for... Not uh, the Dragon? For, for TJ Ford and Rosho and Mesa. He was part of that. But you're right. It was not the Dragon. TJ Ford was did not have as good a career as the Dragon. So basically what we're saying is we didn't have to trade J.O. for T.J. Ford and we could have just drafted the Dragon? Yeah, but but according to basketballreference.com, Nathan Joai uh, was known as uh, Baby Shack, as were many people. Also <laughs> known as Aussie Shack, um, but it, Outback Shack. That's the one. Mm, that's Outback the Shack one. is the one. Yeah. Also, Nate, also listed here for some reason, Nate. How is that? I was just saying that. I do not think that counts. No, I don't think that counts at all. <laughs> Official this, nickname. This calls into question all of basketball, right? <laughs> I think this goes deep down the rabbit hole. Oh, man. Shut it Back down. Shack. <laughs> I will say, by the way, 
uh, basketball reference is in all their associated sites they're still doing stuff during the, you know the shutdown they've got some uh, uh, newsletters that are going out they're basically doing some cool things that are like here's the player that has had the best performance in the NBA history like on this date and they have kind of like little you know spotlights here and there so shout out to them uh, they're still doing stuff because yeah I mean you know all the associated uh, websites and writers, all everybody else is kind of in the same spot uh, as us, you know. Except probably worse if that's your main source of income. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Basketball Reference. Yeah, they're really amazing. You don't really have to go to that many places if you want a basketball thing. Go to Basketball Reference. Uh, okay, so what did we decide here? We're we're. F- are we okay? This is a big trade, really. And we take Hibbert. There's, is there a huge whiff here? Do, do we take George Hill with the 13th pick and Serge Ibaka with the 17th? Is that what we're doing instead? I mean, George Hill and Hibbert were a big part of our success. Um, it's hard to quibble with that too much, right? I mean, our. Um, I mean, Brandon Rush wasn't. <laughs> but is Serge Ibaka that much better than those guys? I don't know. I probably would have taken Dragic over Hill in any case. Yeah, but I mean, clearly the the uh, the the math wasn't out on that, right? I mean, if he's going in the mid second round, nobody was thinking seeing him going that are we high. But scouting the draft, or are we going? Yeah, we are time? rescouting. That. We are. We are. We're still doing that. I'm just trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to defend Bird. I guess a little bit. I don't know. I mean, clearly if that. That's not why we're here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they went with the best information that they had with every single one of these draft picks, right? Sure. And I mean, and clearly he was wrong He'd almost like every think. time. I feel uh, like he just showed up drunk to most of these. <laughs> Two Budweiser's in. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, Boom Boom Batum was in the draft. That could have been an interesting uh, pick. Especially in the Jim O'Brien let it fly from deep era. Like mm. run some small ball and mm. shoot a bunch of threes. Verbally abuse Ryan your players. Anderson. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely so don't these... draft don't trade for Roy Hibbert if Jim O'Brien is your coach. That's the thing yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Sure. Sure. So confusing. Um so so uh, you know, the the, the two thousand six draft we feel like there are a couple all-stars there on the table could have maybe moved the needle for us this year. Uh, yeah, take take Dragic, that's fine. But it's not really moving the needle that much. We're still probably not a great team. I mean, you've got Rush. a point guard for 14 years potentially. That's true, and uh, we're still trying to get rid of Tensley at this point in, right. in our franchise history, so that would have helped. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's take Dragic instead of uh, Brandon Rush, and call that a whiff on the on Bird because I like doing that. <laughs> um, this is uh, I think actually why don't you hold on that one Harper because this one's more egregious. Two thousand nine. So um, uh, so Jim O'Brien comes in. Um, we trade Jo. Um, our 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 lineup is T.J. Ford. Uh, Dunleavy, who gets hurt, and then uh, I guess Marquise Dan- McDaniels. Marquise Daniels? I don't know why I called him McDaniels. Uh, Granger, Murphy, Rosho Nesterovich, Jarrett Jack, Brandon Rush, 
Jeff Foster and Roy Hibbert. I mean, that's mm. that's not a solid team. Um, <clears throat> so we go into the draft uh, 09. We draft Tyler Hansborough. Not sure when you look at that roster how Tyler Hansborough is the answer to anything uh, at 13. I mean, just awful. We've already got big guys. We've already got big white guys. Uh, I don't. I don't know what's happening. Um, we draft him at thirteen. Franchise point guard Drew Holiday at seventeen, right there, just waiting for us on a platter. Darren Collison, who we trade for a year later, at twenty-one. Uh, and if you really want a power forward, because you're looking at this roster, being like, you know what we need the most is a power forward, Taz Gibson. At 26, who's still in the league? I don't. Mm. I don't understand this. This is one of the worst uh, decisions uh, by a human being ever made. Wow, Tyler, yeah. your take. <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think uh, what's happening, play? I uh, I dragged us to the playoffs for the first time. <laughs> Beat the Bulls. Almost beat the boat. <laughs> uh, also, also, in your point guard list, we passed over uh, Indianapolis native Jeff Teague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, was, I'm just—I mean, look at the. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I like we need a guard. We need a swing guy. We need. I mean, there's just no need for Tyler Hansborough. Um, <laughs> Ever. It's, He's Ever. not the answer to Ever. any question. No. <laughs> now, I, I, I will defend um, the not taking Darren Collison here because, in fact, we trade Troy Murphy a year later for Darren Collison. So we're basically unloading Troy Murphy to get the guy we wanted in this draft. So maybe it was super savvy. Maybe Bird is playing chess while we're all playing checkers. Who knows? Well, but there's no way you draft Darren Collison when his teammate and much, much, much better player, Drew Holiday, is there in the draft. Yeah. Like, Injury just, concerns aside, that was yeah. the pick. It was the pick. It was the pick, and we'd still have – he's a franchise point guard. And then we and would then have all three Holidays. All three brothers. Exactly. How amazing <laughs> would that be? We would have all the Holidays. That's how it changed. I don't know if we win uh, a championship in basketball, but we win tic-tac-toe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Patty Mills also goes 55 in that draft. Yes, yeah. and we also had a second-round pick, A.J. Price, who is one of my favorite Pacers, left and came back. Do you remember the year that we had just no point guards because of injury? Oh, that was that And he was came awesome. back for two 10-day contracts, <laughs> and in his two 10-day contracts, he had more assists than any of the rest of the point guards on our team all season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was amazing. Um, so I love A.J. Price, but yes, Patty Mills would have probably been a longer term solution at point guard for us in 2009 god oh i mean even if you had your heart set on like a tweener damari carroll was out there yep for sure he's a mm-hmm. useful had player a, a nice solid useful what seven at eight least years plays in this league? defense mm-hmm. 11 he's 11 so far yeah so this is this is just an unmitigated disaster as far as i'm concerned yeah, this is a this is a a, a garbage fire. This is awful. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Hansborough over Drew Holiday has got to go down as one of the worst things to ever I mean, happen to the Pacers. Well, 
the, the lucky thing for Bird is this gets bur- buried in, uh, this was the same draft where Minnesota, your favorite Timberwolves, <laughs> passed on Steph Curry, not once, but twice, to draft two other point guards. Two point Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn. Yeah, and if you're Memphis, you're feeling super good, too, with that uh, Hashim Thabit overall at number two. <laughs> Strong shot. Oh, yeah, ouch. Ouch. Yeah. The frustrating thing about this one is I felt like it sucked at the time. Yep, yep. And it yep. did. Yeah, we, I think we all agreed we were unhappy with it. I, I'm not saying I had Drew Holiday on in my sights, but I knew I didn't like Tyler Hansborough. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man. This he one scored a lot of points in so college. Bad. Yeah, sure. like a lot. And in China. Just mm-hmm. not in the U.S. <laughs> yep. Just not in the professional leagues. I think I'm too sad to go further with the with the game. This, yeah. is, so, this is so bad. We'll just this skip so to bad. 2011. <laughs> um, okay. So 2010, um, mm. uh, we get really high marks for this. Paul George falls to us at 10. And then, uh, of course, second round, Joey, who do we take? Uh, let's see. Let me check my notes here. <laughs> would be do, do, do. Ryan Reed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> also, the goat. The goat. The goat. <laughs> a goat. How about that? Oh. <laughs> so this is a great draft for us. 2010. You start to think maybe Bird knows what he's doing, but both these players just fell to him so um he didn't have to think that hard um i don't remember this ryan reed uh, he we drafted him 57th florida state i don't yeah. think he played a minute for us no he did uh, uh, really or did he just oh, no, i'm sorry he, yeah he went to OKC. draft camp yeah yeah, yeah. Um, okay so um so as i mentioned before in the offseason we trade uh uh, Troy Murphy for Darren Collison. Um, this is this is crazy, yo. Um, we we had a we had a lineup. T.J. Ford, Brandon Rush. Yes, there was a moment where Brandon Rush was your starting two guard for your Indiana Pacers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Granger, uh, Murphy, and Hibbert with Earl Watson, Dante Jones, and Hansborough as your eight man rote. Um, Dark times, my friends. <laughs> Dark times. That was 2009, 2010. Um, 2010, we grab Paul George and Lance and uh, trade Murphy for Darren Collison. And uh, everything starts to turn around. Everything starts to look a little bit better. We're in the playoffs again. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, we also have a new coach. Yeah, that's right. So Get the little bird in there. That's right. <laughs> Frank Vogel turning stuff around. He's just a positive Pete, you know? That's what he's doing. Um, so Roy Hibbert loved basketball again. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and, and kept uh, some, you know, some of the crazy lid on Lance, right? For as long as he could. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you mean by, what do you mean by that? <laughs> uh, never mind. Um, so, uh, 2011 draft. So, um, nothing to see here. Let's move on. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um, so, 
With the 15th pick, your Indiana Pacers take Kawhi Leonard, which That's is right awesome because he's, is the right he's, pick. A, he's a two-time <laughs> Finals MVP, so pretty awesome. Um, we then traded him along with our second-round pick, who was Bertans, who's still in the league shooting 40% from the range. Um, anyway... <laughs> We traded him for George Hill. Both of them for George Hill. Um, I love George Hill. We know we loved... uh, You know that I love George Hill. uh, And uh, he's an Indiana hero. Um, This is is an outrage. Uh, If we had... If we had... uh, Collison, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard... We could be the Clippers. uh, David West and Hibbert. (laughs) We're pretty freaking mean at that point. Um, and and then what with Lance coming off the bench, and 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 uh, Tyler Hansborough, I guess I don't know. Um, what ends up happening is that uh, Collison starts that season, gets injured, and then Hill ends up being the starting point guard, becomes the starting point guard moving forward for the teams that you know and love as fans of this show because we're pretty close to the pod era draft picks. Uh, but one final one, uh, two thousand twelve. With the 26th pick, your Pacers take Miles Plumley, another big white guy, um, over Jay Crowder at 34, Draymond Green at 35. You might say, well, these are reaches. Why would they go that deep? Um, Harper, you and I watched this live. Um, we were on the phone together because we're nerds. Um, and we knew in the moment we were talking about, oh my God, Draymond Green's still available. He's still available. We're going to take him at twenty six. This is amazing. Um, in fact, uh, we got excited because we had the second round pick at thirty six, and we thought he might fall to us at thirty six, but he didn't. Um, so if we knew real time that this Miles Plumley pick was the wrong pick and the Draymond, Draymond Green was the right pick, uh, what's Bird's excuse? Uh, you have to ask him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just a disaster. Yep. Um, also, could add Chris Middleton. Sure, that sounds real nice right now. Also, our favorite, uh, one of our favorite players to say the name, Robert Sacre. Sacre B. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, yeah, it's, it's okay. bad. Miles Plumlee is not good. <laughs> this is, so this is what I'm saying. Okay, so let's let's just like, let's, like what? So many of these picks, many of these mistakes are. If you're not sure, like, I guess this doesn't happen in the NBA as much as it does in the NFL. But like, just trade down. And get like pick up an extra second round draft pick, and take two shots at dudes in the second round. Like if you're just taking, you could have gotten Jay Crowder dark, and oh, we also like, got Orlando Johnson in that. So you could have gotten if you traded down for high second round draft picks, you could have got Draymond Green, Orlando Johnson, and Jay Crowder, and just skipped Miles Plumlee altogether. I can't uh, imagine a lot of people were in the Pacers' war room lobbying hard for Miles Plumlee. So, like just saying, um, like, all right, all right. Here's this guy's ceiling. I mean, this guy is Mikhail. 
or something. Like, what is what is even the argument for what his ceiling is? Like, what's his comp? He's a Duke guy. He plays the right way. He was ath- he's athletic-ish. Ish. He's uh, full of a family of lots of other basketball players. Hmm. Are any of the Plumleys still in the league? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, Mason is. Yeah, yeah Mason, Mason I plays, think. like, valuable minutes. Yeah, you're right. Solid, Was he? Solid. Wait, where is he? Charlotte. Brooklyn? He... I don't know. There's no way to know. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it up now. Plumley plays for the Nuggets. Oh, yeah. That seems like a place where a Plumley would play. So is that our what's our grade? Well, okay. Well, well, no, I, I want to do a minus. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so um, so we did the um, patients in the first half that we thought maybe our over under was three and a half, and uh, based on our missed missteps, and we kind of talked about three um, titles. I think we probably could have maybe done four. That's why the over under is three and a half. Um, if if we nail these picks here, like I mean, if we get um, a Lowry and a Millsap, it gets us out of where we're at. Or just let's let's skip that. Let's just go to the last uh, four picks, right? So 2009, 2010, 11, and 12. I think we could say Paul George and Lance are solid picks. If you take a Drew Holiday um, instead of Tyler Hansborough. And then you take Kawhi Leonard and Bertans instead of George Hill because you've already got a starting point guard, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then in twelve, you take Draymond Green. You're now looking at, and I just, I don't, I mean, this is just, we're not, this is not outrageous, right? These are players right in this range that we could have picked. We now have a starting lineup of Drew Holiday, Paul George. Kawhi Leonard, um, Draymond Green, and I don't know, Hibbert, I guess, David West, if you still want him. Um, If you wait one more year, uh, we drafted uh, Solomon Hill at 23. We could have had Gobert, who went 27. And now you've got a pretty good starting five. And coronavirus, though. But but not for, like, years, man. How many do you get that? But do you get the GQ cover? I mean, that's true. <laughs> but, but but I mean, like like our bench. I mean, would you trade the GQ cover for this? <laughs> for Drew Holiday, Paul George, and uh, Kawhi Leonard in your backcourt? It's Come. really not that much of a stretch. That's what's crazy about it, right? That's what's sad. Yes. And and you're telling me that that so the team that we had went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, what twice? So you're telling me that this this team, uh, that team that we just listed, they would have been young then, but when by the time we start going to these, well, okay, it would have been a couple of years from now. But, I mean, you know, basically there is a, um, you know, you could still have a Granger and, and a West and a Collison on that team as your bench. And and one of the reasons we couldn't get through those first rounds or, or get, get breakthrough to the finals is because we had terrible benches. Like, just drafting competently in those four years, I think, gets us two more titles. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say our over/under for this stretch is uh, 
two and a half titles, and I'm going at least at least two. I assume Paul George breaks everything. Sure, but I assume he breaks everything after he becomes the leader of the team in like three years. Like you can also say that you know Drew Holiday maybe becomes the vocal leader, and that Paul George doesn't have time to break stuff. You know, like there's ways that this works. Kawhi Leonard, maybe he. Um, yeah. I don't trust Kawhi Leonard. Paul George. Paul George sulks because Kawhi Leonard comes in and is better than him, and then Kawhi Leonard is like, uh, "I don't like the food here." Like, <laughs> oh, I can see, no, no, no. I can see this thing falling apart in three years. I'm not saying it doesn't fall apart in three years, but I think we win titles. Actually, yeah. If we had Draymond, the key is Draymond. Yeah. If you yep. draft Draymond, like he keeps everybody, everybody in line. In and line. also, you've got David West back, you know, as your backup. Mm. Four or five, like he's not letting that shit. Your fly. locker room leader, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. Know. I've got Darren Collison apparently, who I love. Come on. Apparently, the you know the front office only has to piss off one guy before David West bolts too. So I don't know. Hmm. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Hibbert's pretty emotionally fragile. He probably still breaks. Lance Stevenson's crazy. Like, <gasps> you guys watch a Draymond and Hibbert team? I would watch that. I'd watch any show with those two in it. <laughs> yeah, Hibbert crying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Real Housewives. And I'd see, and Draymond would get mad, and he'd go out and get in a fight at his strip club. Mm. Yeah, all right. I'd watch that. God. Okay, maybe imagine, only one title. Maybe you, only one title. Maybe not two. Can you imagine the defense of a team that has. That's what I'm saying. Point uh, guard X, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Draymond Green, and Rudy Gobert. Oh, uh, we could have had Rondo Even Roy Hibbert. You don't. Yeah, you could have had Rondo in there too, right? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. You could have had Rondo, and you don't give Roy Hibbert enough credit for Blockosaurus uh, Brax. Like we could. We don't even need Gobert. I prefer Gobert. Ah, whatever, Gobert's fine. I know he's like defensive player. Really, really good. Right? <laughs> 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 I mean, coronavirus aside, he's fine. I mean, he shuts down the whole league. We know this. Um, okay, so that's that's uh, pretty much the thing. I, I do want to say that um, uh, we then drafted uh, Miles Turner, which is great. Um, we drafted Karis LeVert in 2016 uh, and traded him for Thad Young. Well, hold on. Hold on. Nice Let's back player. up. Let's back up. Let's okay. back up. Okay. So you had your, right. your phases, right? So this was the the by the time we draft uh, Paul George, is that we're out of the uh, rebuilding uh, from the brawl phase. Have no, no, no. So I put, I put, I went through twelve as the. Uh, so basically, it's it's the rebuilding from the brawl. So we start. So once we get Miles Plumley on our roster, we <laughs> complete. So basically, Mission by twelve accomplished. <laughs> by twelve, we're relevant again. Um, okay, but gotcha. yes, um, I, but I figure let's take that one last white guy. As part of like building, you know what I'm saying? Like I felt like Bird was still trying to like bring the fans back with big goofy white dudes. That's the the last pick, even though we were relevant by then. That was sort of brawl related in my mind. So okay. that's why that's an era. Okay. And then I have the um, pod era, which is the the last seven years. Um, and honestly, there you know we could have had Gobert. You're right. Um, in thirteen. Um, but and Solomon Hill's still not on our team. That's fine. I, whatever. Gobert's fine. He's really good. And fourteen, we traded our pick for uh, for Luis Scola, which and along with Miles Plumley. So that's awesome. We're gonna get rid of. We had to draft him two years before, 
and they get rid of Luis and a draft pick. Yeah, there's some Luis talent Villa. in this draft, though. Um, yeah, what was the 14 draft? What did we? What did we? What was the pick we would have had? In 14, do we know? Uh, who did we trade with? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix drafted 14 and 18, so we were probably the 18th pick. Yeah. So they took Tyler Ennis. Gary Harris went after that. Clint Capella. Mm, um, that'd been nice. Bogdan at 27. Oh, yeah, this is the time when Phoenix had all the draft picks. Yeah, no kidding. There's a Joe Harris out there. Ooh. Jokic, we, uh, Jokic goes at 41. Was the, that was the... Uh, Became Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogdan for the the Skola trade you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Jokic went 41, so he's pretty good. Yeah, but uh, we did manage to get Louis LeBerry at 57. So there's that. Mm. And Louis Skola. I'm okay with this. I love Louis Skola. Okay. We got can't talk you any Nikola Jokic, huh? Okay, I'd take him. <laughs> but, could, but, but could I get rid of Miles Plumley? Is the question. I'll take some Jokic. You're right. You get rid of Plumley with you. You willing to give up some draft picks? So when, when was when did Jokic go? Forty one. Oh wow! So we could have had him uh, multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, 2015, we picked Miles Turner. Um, yeah, he fell to us. Everybody praised us for that pick. Uh, he's turned out to be a really solid player, sort of a modern big. Is there anybody we really whiffed on to pick him? Not really whiffed. Uh, Devin Booker is too below. Yeah. Uh, that's a who's big one. Super. I mean,. I'm happy with Miles Turner, but Devin Booker's, you know, clearly a standout. Sure, but he he can't make the playoffs. He sucks. Well, if you put <laughs> Miles Turner in Phoenix, is he going to the playoffs every year? Yeah, I don't know. No, is the answer definitely. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know. Is, but I, is I guess Paul we'll George that. a little bit happier if Devin Booker is his running mate in Indiana? Yeah, but I don't want Paul George on my team anymore, so. I don't want well, him to be happier. As he is now, I understand that. Yes, but there was a time when we, we all loved Paul George, <laughs> and uh, when he started throwing his teammates under the bus, I, I liked him less. Do you think he would have yelled at Devin Booker the same way that he yelled at C.J. Miles? Hmm. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I think feel he like would have. Even though Devin Booker would have made that shot, he might have made the shot, but. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's got it in him. I think he could do. He could, you know, say, "Look, I know you made it this time, but next time you won't be so lucky." <laughs> give me the, give me the ball. I, I love Miles, but I think that this is definitely a one that we're going to look back at uh, in five years and be like, "Oops." Yeah. So you're saying that that the Miles Turner career versus the Devin Booker career is going to be significantly. I mean, Devin Booker scores. I think it already plus is a night, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. 
of lesser note, but second round, Montrez Harrell, Pat Connaughton, Norman Powell. Mm. Did we have a second round draft pick that year? We went with Mighty Joe Young at 43. Okay. Norman Powell was at 46. Ooh, that's kind of a whiff. I do love Joe Young, but we only drafted him because he was Paul George's cousin, right? We could have had Norman yeah. Powell. Hmm. All right. And then uh, in 16, Karis LeVert at number 20. Uh, we traded that pick for Thaddeus Young. Courageous heart. I like Karis LeVert. Uh, I think we, we can go back and listen to the tape, but we were all pretty happy with this. Uh, we didn't feel like um, we needed a young project. We wanted somebody who could step in right away and make a difference, and Thaddeus Young did that. I like mm-hmm. Karis LeVert, but I think... I do. I, I like Karis LeVert as well, but I'm just saying at the time we, we praised this pick. Malcolm Brogdon Burst. goes 36. Oof. Pascal Siakam goes 27. Oof. Yeah, I would have taken Pascal Siakam over Thaddeus Young. And also you would have taken Karis LeVert over Thaddeus Young, apparently. There wasn't anybody better than Georgie Nyang. No, yeah. Nailed that one. Nailed it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear they uh, came out with the season four for Nailed It? I'm so excited. I can't wait. Mm. I'm going to immediately hang up on this call and go watch Nailed It. Sweet. Nailed it. We don't have to talk about 17, do we? Um, the, the only thing I want to say about... The only thing I want to be say about 17 is that uh, we picked up TJ Leaf um, instead of John Collins, um, who is significantly better, um, and OG Ananobi, uh, an IU guy, by the way. That's uh, who is confusing one. Yeah, who is essentially... Um, you know, was an essential piece of a title team last year. So, yeah. you know, whatever. And that's without mentioning Kyle Kuzma. Also pretty mm-hmm. good. Sure. No, I'm just, I just picked two names off out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and they were better than TJ Leaf. Um, Aaron Holiday and Goga uh, in the last two years, I think we're both considered steals. We liked both those picks. They're, they're solid picks for their position. Um, Aaron Holiday was what in the 20s Gogo's 18 um so well done but do you think if if we'd taken an OG and an OB instead of a TJ Leaf what does that do to our off season you know last That's like off- three more titles right well no but I'm saying do you you know do you have to go out and get a Justin Holiday or a um a Jeremy Lamb you know I mean do you already have kind of a wing guy that you trust in your, I don't know. I mean, stuff like that. Stuff to think about because we got a big guy that we don't trust. Yeah. That just, that, that we just, that just gets a good handshakes or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Good for the locker room. Yeah, I mean, OG obviously would be more, a more useful player than uh, TJ Leaf. Maybe we, yeah, I mean, Jeremy Lamb is the question, right? I mean, I think you still pick up TJ Warren for Oh yeah, you a, have to a for bucket nothing of chicken for cash or whatever. Right, exactly from the from the sun. <laughs> you still take uh, that for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, the Jeremy Lamb is probably the one. But 
Also, if you had taken John Collins, you'd probably pass on Goga, but you might get a mm. Matisse Thibel if you want that perimeter guy. Oh, I do like I do. You know how much I like the Thibel, <laughs> which sounded dirtier than I meant it to. <laughs> I don't know why, but that sounded really dirty. It seems that to just be a theme happening. in your life. <laughs> Give me a little more Thibel. Mm. I'd say you should get out more, but you mm, shouldn't. Thibel is so good. Um, okay, so I, I think if we go back, I think our team's in a slightly better position, particularly after the last, uh, from, I, what, 06, the Sean Williams draft uh, to the to the 12 draft. Really a lot of mistakes there. I think this, that changes the franchise. Um saying we win at least two titles with Kobe on his rookie deal. Uh, Manu, we're getting a title. I'm still going with uh, Tayshaun Prince over Fred Jones wins us a title because he doesn't block Reggie's shot. So that's four. I'm going to say we have we have five titles if we draft everything correctly. And that's not assuming these players last forever, right? Like, that's not we've got Kobe and Sean Marion and all these guys on the same team, right? That's basically the Pacers with just one change here or there, I'm thinking we win five titles. Sounds right. Uh, let's draft a letter. Send it to the league <laughs> office. Um, a strongly worded letter? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that we should also include in the letter our case for the 2020 title in case we don't play basketball again this year. So if we draft perfectly, is Jim O'Brien still our coach? No. No. Jim O'Brien never sees the light of day. Right. Hopefully. Actually, I don't know. Bird's kind of crazy. You know? Like, but they like play really well. Any success. Well, but, like, okay. <clears throat> so, Carlisle is, is one of the longest-tenured coaches in the NBA right now. He continually takes a, a crappy uh, Denver, or, or, uh, Dallas team and makes them relevant. Um, and he's won a title since he left us. Um, we, he what? He was our coach for four years, and then Something maybe like five, and then Bird came in and was like, "Nope, uh, I got this, this this buddy Jim O'Brien." So we didn't have the patience to wait on Carlisle to become one of the top five coaches in the league, one of the coaches that matter. Um, I think Bird still does that, even if we've won a title, because Bird's freaking nuts, and thinks people get tired of voices after three years. Would you say that he doesn't know anything about basketball? <laughs> I would definitely say he doesn't know anything about basketball. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> not backing down on that, huh? If you're going to uh, die on a hill, you know, die. Mind. I'm going to die on that hill. I, you know, he, Beat that dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying we knew at the time, we knew in real time that uh, the – Draymond Green, the Miles Plumley over Draymond Green was a bad pick. We knew in real time that the Hansbro pick was was bad. Um, and those are I'd never heard of Sean Williams, so whatever. But in retrospect, that's probably the worst. We knew in real time. Leaf. Uh, they, that's G- a that's a Pritchard issue. We, we were not enthused about the TJ. League. We were not enthused. We can go back and listen to the tape. There's not a lot of enthusiasm for that one. I don't know that we knew who we wanted instead of him, but I, I definitely think not. I think in retrospect, uh, 
OG Ananobi. Actually, we did talk about that at the time. He was an IU guy. Yeah. So we, I guess we did know who we liked better. <laughs> yeah, but that was just us speculating wildly. I mean, we didn't. We didn't actually do any research or anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't pay us for that shit. It's true. They have not found my number yet. <laughs> Colson, are you satisfied? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think I, I want to kind of think about a a 20-year um you know, Nash with the Pacers thing. But I do agree with, with Jason's point that it's hard to draw these things out so far that, you know, is Nash ever unlocked as a Pacer? Um, but on some level, it's almost like building a fantasy team, but it's not really because these things were all very possible. Um, and yes, once you start going down the rabbit hole, is your team better this year than it was the year before? And therefore you'd have a different draft pick and all that stuff. And, you can't replicate all these things. But for the decisions at the time, uh, based on the rosters we had, there were still mistakes, and uh, I'd love to... Um, you know, I'd love to see a world where Reggie, Rick Smiths, uh, Sean Kemp, Dale Davis, Antonio Davis, um, Kobe Bryant win, like, five titles. Alright. So I'm just doing that in my mind. I'm glad we could help you. I had a, I had a dream uh, last night that uh, Harper and I went and had a picnic. And we came back with the coronavirus. Oh, no. Yeah. And it was very scary. I woke up thinking I had the coronavirus and that Harper did too. Uh, were you around people when you were having this picnic? No. Do you remember? We just had like a nice romantic picnic in the yeah. park, I guess. Both already <laughs> had coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> it was weird. I mean, you know, whatever. We are just hanging out in a park. <laughs> whatever. You know how these things go. I mean, whatever. you know, we were largely wearing clothes, you know. <laughs> Limbed a little hot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, Colson, I'm glad you uh, glad you had this exercise for us. It's good to look back at uh, look back at our our collective history, what could have been. Uh, but now we got to you know we got to compare that to what we got, you know. And a lot of that stuff, man. They they have no idea what's going to happen. Oh, it's a crapshoot, right? Unless you're the Spurs. You have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> They've got the cheat code? I think so. And I, I will say, so the the uh, Miles Turner draft, you and I were at the draft party mm-hmm. uh, for that one. And who were we rooting for? Um, I wasn't... I wasn't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't watch a lot of college ball, so I. I uh, I trust the experts on this one. We were. I think we were pulling for him, though. I, I mean, I heard good things about Turner for sure. 
Nobody booed uh, like they did in the uh, no, no Scott booing. Haskins draft. <laughs> nope, no booing there. Uh, no, that was a I was, that was that was that happy a good a good draft I think. Um, overall, I think we do a pr- pretty good job. Overall, I think Donnie Walsh does a very nice job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's still a consultant. Sure. You know. He was in New York for some of those uh, bird bird whiffs. Well, <laughs> he realized nothing he could do could write that ship. <laughs> well, team, anybody else got anything for this show? Um. It'd be nice to have some regular, normal basketball to talk about, but we don't got that. Uh, but uh, we're going to keep coming at you every week uh, for the foreseeable future. There's always more stuff to talk about. Um, you know, we've discussed uh, rewatching some uh, memorable games and maybe going a deeper dive on that. Uh, plenty to do. Um, even though I, the, the latest rumors I hear is... Uh, that there's uh, the inclination is that the season just won't they'll just end it uh, who are you hearing things from Joe there's some uh, rumblings on uh, the Brian Windhorse I think mm, oh no so uh, it seems like my, it, may, it may not be responsible to uh, to do that and plus you know you know even if you played without fans I mean these players are around people all the time. So, you know, one guy gets it, it's going to get passed around. You know, as we saw, you know, several players that have played against Gobert, you know, picked it up and then they're passing, they're going to the teammates and locker room and they're, they're going to be all passing it amongst each other. Um, so, no good on that one. So, you may want to call this one a wash. I feel bad. If that happens, I feel bad for, you know, a lot of, a lot of the teams. Uh, the Bucks were having their best season in freaking forever, and uh, may not have anything to show for it. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, apparently, uh, Giannis does not have a basketball hoop at his house. Oh no! Uh, so he can't even practice. Can he get that uh, just installed right yeah, now? Yeah, Seems like an essential I, service. Construction yeah, to make essential. that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could make that happen, but uh, yeah, he doesn't have one, so. The uh, front page of the sports page uh, three days ago, I think, was uh, 2x4 screwed in uh, atop a basketball hoop. And I thought that was a, you know, because they were shutting down parks for the coronavirus. I thought that was a pretty devastating uh, image for Indiana's passion. Yeah. Well... When you when you gotta keep six feet between you and your uh, defender, it's it's hard to stop that guy, you know. <laughs> no, I mean you just you just call it the James Harden defense and just keep playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they keep scoring is the problem. Yeah, that's uh, have you have you watched James Harden play before? Well, it, I'm hoping you can put up your own triple double. Otherwise, uh, it's all in vain. That's his plan. Well, outscore works you. for him. All right, team. Well. Uh, we are out for this week. We'll be back with you next week. Um, you can hit us up on the social medias. We're on Twitter at 
at the Unbeatables, uh, or at uh, which one is it? <laughs> at Unbeatables, Facebook.com slash the Unbeatables. Website is the Unbeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can send us a message. Uh, wherever you're listening, if you can rate, review us, or share uh, in the app, uh, it helps new listeners find us. For our once and always coach, Bobby Sook Leonard, now in the Hall of Fame, and hopefully staying home and staying safe. Turn out the lights. The party's over. That was the sad song. Because learned there was no basketball. Mm-hmm. Or might be no basketball. Anyway. Crazy time. Do you guys want to? Do you want to rate and review all Colson songs for the last four hundred and forty-four shows? Nope. <laughs> You'd have to go back and listen to them. That's the issue, right? Mm-mm. Not gonna do it. Yeah. You just one star all the way down. <laughs> <laughs>